At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. No investigation necessary. Welcome to VEASAN's F1 betting podcast. It slides down, away we go, go, go. Oh, Checo is a legend. Absolute animal. The only F1 handicap you'll ever need. Mike, this isn't right. And the championship can only be won by one. Here are your hosts, F1 technical analyst Mikhail Miranda and betting expert Ben Wilson. Hey, everybody, we're back, ready to go for another edition on the VEASAN Formula One betting podcast. Ben Wilson here in Las Vegas. I'm missing uh, Mikhail Miranda. He's not in Vegas, but Mikhail is with us, doing the omens work over there. He is in his his, uh, his homeland of Dubai right now. It's all, it's always a perpetual grind when we're talking Formula One, Mikhail. So how's the vacation so far, man? You ready for, uh, for Montreal this weekend? Uh, vacation is good, actually. Um, I'm just enjoying everything that I have. I have to, otherwise I'll go insane over here. So I'm just going to do whatever I have to do to Formula One and get some nice, good re- relaxation for the next couple of weeks and enjoying Formula One. Only you would, yeah, would go absolutely insane with uh, with the lack of ability to watch uh, the F1 stuff going on. So. Uh, wait, so it is uh, late Monday night here on the West Coast of the U.S. as we're recording. Mikhail is in Dubai, so early Tuesday for him. want to make sure we get this out for, for you betters with plenty of time uh, as the week goes on here. So we transition over to Montreal. It's the Canadian Grand Prix, and uh, we'll start on the weather front, Mikhail, because similar to our, our conversation about, around uh, Imola earlier this year, which was a race ultimately canceled by the torrential downpour and flooding. Always a race that seems to have big weather implications. Last year, rain had a huge impact on qualifying. Uh, weather was actually pretty clear for, for race day. And based on the early forecast, looks like we're expecting the same similar thing to play out. Rain is in the forecast pretty much all day Saturday. A 60% chance of a consistent rain. And then Sunday should be pretty clear uh, for the race in Montreal. So uh, what are you expecting as far as track conditions and, and how that's going to impact some of the drivers and teams here as we get ready for the Grand Prix? So as rain usually hits, it it really comes down to drivers, how they feel on the car and teams, how good they are putting on some uh, wet weather boots. If that can't be done, then it's going to be chaos again. And so I'm looking forward to what teams can do. Red Bull Mercedes has a really good in the wet. 
So I might see something switch up over there, especially for Haas. They could climb their way up the top. Uh, but if you're going to be looking at uh, so any other teams, uh, Alpine might be a good one to keep your eye on. McLaren will be a good one to keep your eye on to see what happens in that switchover between wet and uh, uh, dry because we know what Esteban Arcon did. So it's interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, no doubt. And it'll be interesting too just to see you know, week number two now, I guess week three technically, of, of the Mercedes cars. Post upgrades. I thought it was interesting. I saw some quotes uh, coming out uh, a little earlier today from Toto Wolf, the, the principal over at Mercedes. How they were a little worried they 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 rushed these upgrades so quickly, and it kind of circumvented their normal process at Mercedes. They were obviously happy with the result, but I found that uh, that fascinating just to hear his perspective, Mikhail. That he's not totally sure that because they you know they circumvented their normal process of bringing these upgrades in. Uh, they 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 still are trying to figure out exactly some of the reasons behind the you know the impact on the car, uh, which is an interesting thing to say. We've been critical of Wolf and his strategy this year. Uh, what do you make of of the Mercedes team as they now try to back up a, a double podium here going to, to going to Canada where uh, they did have success last year going three four in the race. Absolutely. I think uh, Mercedes are starting to get back on track. They're well suited for this track as well. You're here in Montreal at the Vilma Circuit. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see what Mercedes can do. As we said prior to recording this podcast, when I was looking at the odds, is that I'm liking George Russell on the podium here. And I still do. Mm. Right. So I'm going to keep that in mind. Now, I do understand that Fernando Alonso, Sergio Perez, Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton are all in contention for the top three. But again, uh, Sergio Perez has sort of been hot waters. Aston Martin are bringing upgrades here. But again, yet to see if that can now finally take the fight to Mercedes again. Because they, they got off on a very hot start. But uh, Lance Stroll has been falling off. And that sort of put the team in jeopardy to finish third in the constructors. But again, there's a lot of things coming up. All things in the air. So I'm going to be looking at Aston Martin and uh, Mercedes here for podium finishes. Especially circled around George Russell. Okay. Well, you're looking at the, the odds right now, courtesy of DraftKings, Max Verstappen, your your heavy favorite as always, minus 330 to win the race, minus $5 to finish on the podium. Checo Perez, his Red Bull teammate, minus 200. And, you know, we had this conversation last week recapping uh, the race in Barcelona, Mikhail, where after Fernando Alonso did struggle, finished behind his teammate Lance Stroll and the Aston Martin for the first time all year, well, we wondered what would that do to the podium odds, and it is it is ticked Alonzo back down. He was a, a two dollar favorite to to be in the podium, and now he's minus one ten. Both he and Lewis Hamilton are right there. George Russell, you can get plus one ninety, and then it's Charles Leclerc at plus three eighty. His Ferrari teammate Carlos Sainz at plus four fifty, and Lance Stroll uh, at eighteen to one. It is the Canadian's home race here, uh, Lance Stroll. At that eighteen to one mark. So, what do you make of that uh, that odd shift? And uh, sounds like you're not as high on Fernando as we were last week, Mikhail. So, uh, what what gives on the Fernando front? Uh, here's what gives. Mercedes has caught up, basically. Now, Mercedes still have ways to go in, in the development wall for their car for the season, but I think um, because Aston Martin has done really well this year at the beginning of this year, it's only been like six races in. Uh, it's it's easy to catch up here. And it wasn't that Mercedes fell off the wagon completely, finishing out of the points. They just weren't finishing high up in the points. So I do see that Mercedes now will start to take over the points and start battling a bit more. 
And if Lando Alonso at minus 110 compared to Lewis Hamilton, I just trust the Mercedes car a little bit more. Now, that's not to say that I wouldn't take Fernando Alonso at 110 for a podium finish. As I said, when it comes to that, I am just focusing on George Russell for a podium finish. I like that a little bit more. It's a bit of a long shot. I do know that. But um, you can't go wrong with Lewis Hamilton or Fernando Alonso. Honestly, that one comes down to more of what your eye sees and what you truly believe in now. I saw that the Mercedes car was doing really well race pace-wise uh, in Spain. So I think they'll be able to take that pace over here to Montreal as well, which is why I'm a little bit higher up on Mercedes than I am with Aston Martin. But again, Aston Martin are also bringing in upgrades. So you've got to see how these upgrades perform, and is it actually an upgrade or is it taking them in the wrong direction? There's a lot of things here, but um, I'm going to be looking at Mercedes a bit more than uh, Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. Well, all, despite everything Toto Wolf said about you know, maybe it not being their normal their normal strategy or order of operation, right? As as far as how they've brought in these upgrades, you, you still look at what's happened so far on the track, and it's been a pretty market improvement. So you take that at face value, and that that can be an option to look into, especially on the Russell front, uh, plus one ninety. Uh, matchups again. We're recording a little earlier than the, than we normally do. Matchups are not up yet, and a lot of the matchups you see, uh, for those of you who bet regularly, it is. Uh, teammates, uh, so you're you're not getting a whole lot. You don't get a whole lot of cross uh, team matchups, which I think is unfortunate. I think there should be a lot more offered, but that's neither here nor there. So the reality is, kind of compare. It kind of sounds like Mikhail because we've seen Lewis Hamilton heavily favored most weeks. He's usually over a two dollar favorite to outperform his teammate George Russell, and Russell a lot of times has been anywhere from that plus one eighty to two dollar range. So uh, is it fair to say, kind of compare those two that matchup on the Russell over his teammate Hamilton? Uh, versus the uh, the podium there, or would you just go straight out podium, not worry about the matchup, and uh, and just play the Russell spot right there at plus 190? I think I will take the Russell spot. Uh, when it comes to team matchups, right, the one thing that can really get to you a lot more is team orders, right? If um, Lewis has a faster car, Toto might say, hey, George, move out of the way, let Lewis go and take ahead of you. So uh, matchups to me are one place to stay away, especially when team orders are a big thing. Now, I know not every team really gives out team orders, and it's very really that we see the lower end teams do do that. But well, when it, when I'm looking at this team, um, I just don't think that uh, doing a matchup really works in your best interest here. I think taking anyone outright right in the market is whether it be the race winner with podium finish or a points finish take them outright it's a much safer bet you're not gambling as much and not hoping because if you take a point if you take a matchup right uh, for george to finish over lewis and they're running two and three they're still on the podium but you might get hey george swap around so now you just lose your bet even though if you bet them outright on the podium, it doesn't matter if they swap because you still win the podium bets. And that is right. The classic worst case scenario, if you were to, in, in the scenario we're talking about, uh, if, if you were to not bet the actual podium, bet the matchup, and then you get a double podium and, uh, and I, and you end up, uh, would have, you end up basically losing and costing yourself because you went with the matchup instead of the actual uh, podium bet. By the way, I bring that up because we do not have the double, uh, podium or double top six odds up yet or double points finishes. Uh, but Mikhail, on, on your uh, socials, you're going to post any uh, any additional 
bets as they come in at uh, Mikhail Miranda B on the on the old uh, social media platform. So uh, so stay tuned for that. As far as the actual top six goes, so you talk about these upgrades coming in for Aston Martin. It's it's hard to draw a lot of conclusions so far, but seems like they have certainly been caught here pace wise by Mercedes. Um, and at the same time, there's the potential for some chaos, some you know, some wet weather, at least in qualifying this week. As a result, what are you looking at plus money-wise on our top six front this week? So I've got two top six finishes that I am liking. It's uh, the home favorite, Lance Stroll, right? Uh, people are going to be cheering for him. Lance Stroll has never fared well in his home Grand Prix. And now that he's finally able to get a car underneath him that he can drive a bit more aggressively and fight for more top six finishes, I think Lance Stroll here in the, in the top six will be... Uh, will be something to look at. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, his odds are like plus 180 or something like that. Yeah, a plus one. Uh, like plus one sixty. Plus one sixty on top six. Now look, you drinking the Landstro Kool-Aid. Wow. I mean, I I I get yeah. it. It's it's the home race. Uh, he's definitely, and you know, we finally outperformed his teammate uh, last week. So I get it. I'm I'm just not a big guy, stroll guy to begin with, and I just view his. He's just such a subpar driver compared to his teammate. But go on, explain. Explain yourself. Lance Stroll isn't consistent driver. That's the only thing compared to everyone in the grid. He is not consistent with his finishes. But this is his home Grand Prix. We've had a week off. He finished high above Alonso two weeks ago. I'm pretty sure he was running a bit of a high, so he's got a bit more confidence in that car. So I think a top six finisher is justified. Now, the other driver that I'm looking at is in the Alpine, Esteban Ocon, plus 285. Esteban Ocon did finish sixth last year. So I am liking this bet again here. Uh, I'm high on Alpine a little bit when it comes to this races because they do have a car that can get the top six sometimes even inch their way to the top three like Monaco hinted but uh, when you look at this I think Alpine doing a really good job of keeping everything together so I'm going to be looking at Lance Rowe plus 160 Espanacom plus 285 for a top six finish I like the plus 285 number on a guy who did did finish top six. Ocon did a season ago here uh, in the Alpine. That was an Alpine car that was great in qualifying last year in the wet. So that's something you, you had talked about, Mikhail. Remember last year, Fernando Alonso was second in qualifying and then ended up having some issues in the actual race, slipped all the way down. Uh, well, he'd be barely finishing the points. He finished ninth uh, last year, formerly of Alpine, now with Aston Martin. And then last year, uh, Lance Strohlick, he did out-race out, uh, out his teammate, Sebastian Vettel, last year did finish in the points in 10th after a disaster in qualifying, was P17 uh, on the grid to start the race. So, yeah, guy, look, he, he did race well, does have pedigree there, and you are getting some nice uh, plus money in in the meantime. Um, as far as the the overall points finishes here, so he, like, we saw such a, a promising start for Lando Nor- Norris and the McLarens last week. Uh, we were, were really good early in qualifying, and then it just all all went to crap uh, in the actual ra- uh, race so far. Uh, I'm seeing St- Norris is, if we look at the uh, the top 10 odds, at least the, the odds are actually a little bit fairer this week. I, I just have the, the DraftKings odds pulled up, Mikhail. Now, only 10 drivers are in minus money, so good for DraftKings for not, uh, not gouging the customer this week. Lando, plus 110 is your first plus money odds guy in the points finish. Nico Hulkenberg, Kevin Magnuson. Both in the Haas, you're a fan of theirs, uh, Mikhail, when it is a bit wet on the track. They're plus 175 to finish in the points. And then the second, McLaren Oscar Piastri, plus 185. Uh, anything interesting you on the points finish side as we look at that plus money? Oh, that's... Um, 
That's a loaded question. I know. I know. This is uh, McLaren. They was doing well in Spain, and they started to lose space towards the end, which is the inverse of what you'd like to see towards the end you should actually be gaining pace because you're losing all that weight and fuel you're burning it all off so to see that happen i'm just not too confident on laying some money with mclaren uh, i know landon norris is a good driver can do really well in the wets especially but uh it's a loaded question you're not there yet is what it sounds like no i'm not i don't think i'll be laying any money with Haas or Landon Norris and McLaren or anyone just yet. Uh, maybe someone who might get some money from my end is Yuki Sonoda. Now, here's the reason why I say might. Yuki can get in the points, do really well, stay in the points, and then towards the end of the race, just get frustrated because he wants to go a little bit faster, and then he starts to fall off by his own mistakes. So... If Yuki can stay calm in that car at the end of the race, if he's in the points, that's going to be a good win for Alpha Tori there. I'm not really high on Alpha Tori this entire season, but I do think that they can they can make some in ways over here. I think they can do a good position here. Yeah, I remember last year, yeah, Sonoda crashed uh, what what forty eight a season ago, at least uh, at least in this race. Yeah, and he's been a guy. He's he's always been. Right around the points, he, he started the year. It was all, all either tenths or elevenths for Sonoda, uh, and right now you can get him at plus two twenty-five. So you are getting over two to one. But yeah, it's sort of a, it, it feels like a just flip a coin and see which Sonoda are you, are, you know, are you getting? And more often than not, it, he's like I would pay a good money just to like I know the the folks in the UK they get the Sky Sports, they get to you know they get to go they can choose every single driver, car, team audio. And I would, if I had that option, Mikhail, I'd literally go Sonoda every single time just for the, just for the comedic impact of him dropping F-bombs every five seconds. I mean, honestly, I would, wouldn't you? Um, actually, yeah, it, it, that's a good <laughs> Yeah. We all know. You can't deny it. So Yuki is in the paddock. So yeah, that's something I would do as well, for sure. Okay. One last thing I'll throw at you before we wrap up here and give our final uh, best bets for now. So I was looking, actually looking at uh, FanDuel since they are they are offering more options as far as just season long bets that I think are actually actually bettable because like right now the reality is in the futures market there's just nothing. I mean Max Verstappen is uh, minus six thousand to win the drivers championship. That is going to happen. Red Bull are minus ten thousand to win the constructors. That is going to happen. So there's really not many other options to bet from an overall outright uh, driver or team perspective, but. FanDuel do have some season-long matchups within their own teammates, which I think are interesting. A lot of them are, are pretty heavily priced. I want to throw one at you, though, Mikhail, that uh, they, they caught my eye. Uh, Charles Leclerc, is, it is minus 168 to finish uh, ahead of his teammate uh, in in uh, on, on the other side there. Uh, and it is plus 138. If you look at the other side, again, we're just, we're just going the comparison here between uh, Leclerc in one car and then... Uh, his his teammate also in the Ferrari uh, as we go further down in Carlos Sainz. So look at it so far. I mean, there's been a, it's been really inconsistent to this point. What do you think about that that number? Uh, first off, I just th- I throw this because it's our weekly what's happening to Ferrari conversation essentially. Um, I, I'm gonna I like Carlos Sainz a little bit better here. I just think he's got a little bit more off his head on. I was saying, isn't that isn't that a really enticing? Uh, yeah. That is. Also, Charles Leclerc is underneath Carlos Sainz by 
about 16 points or so because uh, Carlos Sainz is 58, Charles Leclerc 42 in the driver's constructor. So 16 look, points, yeah. I would look at Carlos Sainz to uh, finish better than him. Okay. I, I, yeah, that's the thing that jumped out to me. I mean, if you're in a, a, a jurisdiction where you can bet FanDuel, you're getting plus 138 on Sainz, uh, who has been I mean, consistently... He's outraced Leclerc in all but uh, three races so far. And with two retirements from Leclerc, that means Sainz has a 16-point lead right now as we near the halfway mark of the season. So I just I find that an interesting way to bet it. Uh, all right, Mikhail, recap one more time. Best bets we're looking at, how you are going to attack... Montreal and the uh, the Canadian Grand Prix for 2023. So first will be George Russell for a podium finish, plus 190. Looking at Lance Rowe for a top six finish, plus 160. Esteban Arcon for a top six finish, plus 285. And maybe a little bit on Suki Sonoda to finish in the points at plus 285 as well. So those are going to be my bets as of yet. There's still one asterisk on Yuki Sonoda, but that's what I'm looking at right now. Okay, there you have it. Mikhail Miranda, live from Dubai, uh, who will be staying up all night to watch the... Uh... <laughs> it's really a shame that the one race we have, it, I mean, not one, there's a bunch, but it is going to be a very friendly TV viewing time for us here in the U.S. And you are going to be, uh, you're going to be up middle of the night there in Dubai. So uh, enjoy. All right. We wrap it up for Mikhail. I'm Ben. We'll have a full recap episode next week as uh, we continue a very busy summer stretch in Formula One, because this week we're in Montreal and Canada. Uh, and then uh, very, very quickly, we'll, we'll have a, we'll have a little break, then start that busy July section. The Austrian Grand Prix will be next. Then we go to Silverstone right after the 4th of July. So a lot coming up again, rate, review, subscribe, Check us out on all your podcast feeds, the VEASAN Formula One Betting Podcast. Best of luck with all your bets, and we'll talk to you next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.